College and meeting people go together like, well, kegs and beer bongs. But sometimes you need something to facilitate the conversation. Enter Tinder. The app is blowing up on college campuses, helping students meet those misconnections or find the loves of their lives. To the Pew Research Center, 15% of American adults have used an online dating site or a mobile yeah, dating the app. The rules of Tinder are simple. Swipe right if you like someone, left if you don't. The site claims it's a lot more complicated than that. And now the app says it's evolving beyond that simple swipe to help users find true love. Dating has evolved in a variety of ways throughout the centuries. The days of forced marriages, medieval jousting, and outdated courtships are long gone, and thank God for that. But now we're kind of transitioned into swiping, matching, Snapchatting, Instagram DMing. I truly can't keep up. There's too many platforms at this point. But hi, welcome to Figuring It Out. I'm your host, Rennick. Figuring It Out consists of a collection of three college girls, Reagan, Janine, and myself. We are all from different walks of life, just simply trying to figure it out. Whether it's establishing our career, finding true friends, dating, and finding love, we are all on the ride of life, trying to tackle any obstacle that comes our way. The topic we are gonna be diving into today is the rise of online dating and the horrors that can come with it. To summarize it up in the easiest way possible, it's pretty much an app where you post the best pictures of yourself. You give your name, your age, if you're in school, your occupation, anything like that you want the other person to know. And you are able to connect with single, eligible bachelor or bachelorettes near you and it's kind of turned into something else i mean everyone uses it for something different that could be a hookup that could be a relationship that could even be a third yeah people have those experiences on there trust me if you like the person you swipe right if you don't like them you swipe left and this is all just coming from pictures of themselves and kind of what they're into. After a night out hanging out with my friends, we were just talking about Tinder and all of our online dating experiences. And I fully can come to the conclusion that you either have a really good experience on it or the worst of your entire life. So I've been on and off Tinder as we do in my single life all through college. I've kind of redownloaded it a couple times, but this was like freshman year when I was fresh out of high school. I was single. I was like, obviously downloaded Tinder. It was fun just to have all the attention on there, obviously. And then I messaged a couple people. This one guy messaged me. We were talking on the app for a while and I eventually gave him my Snapchat, which I don't do ever. So that was like, that was a huge thing for me. I gave him my Snapchat. We snapped for like, two weeks and i'm like okay i can get into this like this guy's pretty cute he's got pretty eyes he's cute his bio said he's six foot tall i'm like all right you know what it's doing it for me he gets off work one of the days we like set a time and a place i send my friends my location because at this point i'm like i don't really trust him don't really know him i'm super nervous but i pull up to this parking lot and i'm just waiting in my car and then i get a freaking call from him he's like where are you i don't see you and i told him where i was and then i'm like waiting in my car and then i see him approaching and i'm like that can't be him so I see this short king approaching and all the love for short kings. I seriously, I don't have an issue with the height at all. 
It's the fact he said he's six foot on his profile. You know when you meet somebody in person after Snapchatting them for so long and it just is like super awkward, that was it. And he's like, okay, I don't really have a plan. We start driving up the canyon. Again, no plan. This man is not talking. In his little stick shift, we're going around all the curves and turns up the canyon and baby girl is getting sick. I am getting car sick, as I do. I'm fighting demons in this little stick shift Subaru. And anyways, we make it down to like halfway and I'm like, oh no, like it hits me. I'm like, oh no, like I'm going to throw up. We keep driving a little bit. I'm choking down throw up. I am literally <laughs> breathing so hard. I'm shaking, like violently shaking. I'm like doing that little leg twitch thing to try and make me feel better. Like my stomach is turning. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. Abruptly, I say, pull over. <laughs> we pull the car over. As soon as I undo my seatbelt, as soon as the door comes open, I blow chunks onto the side of his car. It shot like a cannon out of me. It's no secret that meeting someone online or through a dating app is more common in today's society. Don't get me wrong. People still go to bars, meet people through friends, in classes, or even at work. But... The whole attitude and stigma towards dating apps has altered dramatically over the years. Have you heard of the expression, if it's too good to be true, it probably is? Well, I know we've all been there in that case where we meet someone and it seems so good at first, but there's always a little twist that we were not expecting. This next story is another one of my close friends who is going to stay anonymous. And while on the date, he shares something with her that no girl wants to hear. So it was a few weeks into college, my first year of college, and I'd gotten Tinder. I was on my own. I wasn't living at home. And I was just excited to get out there into the playing field. So I was talking to this guy for a few weeks and, you know, as a freshman, I was pretty impressionable and was getting it all hyped up in my head. I was romanticizing the whole situation. He asked me out on a date and I was so excited. So we went, we ended up just getting coffee and walking around downtown a little bit. So we were really hitting it off. The date, I definitely didn't think it was going to last that long. Only, you know, an hour, two hours, whatever. But... It was nearing dinner time. We grabbed something to eat and, you know, it started getting a little spicy here and there. I remember thinking it was weird that um, he hadn't been on his phone really at all until he'd gotten a few calls and he just kind of looked, I don't know. It was just a little weird, but I brushed it off because it was just going so well. So he ended up asking if I want to go back to his apartment. And I remember hearing his phone buzzing again, but I just once again, didn't really think anything of it. And I was just excited to see where things could go. So we ended up getting back to his apartment. We're sitting in his living room, just chatting some more. He was deciding what movie we should put on. And all of a sudden I can like see car lights through the window. And I was just like, you know, it's an apartment. Like I don't, there's other people that live there. I can just, you know, hear a car door slam, but you know, again, it's an apartment. Didn't really think anything of it. All of a sudden there's just knocking at the door. And I'm like, that's kind of strange. It took it caught me off guard. Um, and we were just kind of getting into something, you could say. Things were going down. 
He goes and answers the door. It practically just slams open. This man had a girlfriend. Now, listeners, there's probably a million questions you have in your head right about now. Why are all these people on this app? Has anyone ever experienced a good Tinder first date story? I would say, again, just wanting to meet people because I feel like it's really hard to meet people like in your classes. I would actually say that the people that I've seen on there, a lot of them are normal. Um, But what I have noticed is that I'm not sure a lot of them are actually looking to date or to get into something kind of serious. Um, It all seems very casual, even on like an app like Hinge, which is what I thought was supposed to be like kind of for dating specifically. Um, But I am very cautious because, you know, I've heard horror stories about dating apps, but I'm very cautious about kind of who I match with. I can't even imagine what I would be doing if I was puking in a man's car that I have not met before. But, Reagan, have you ever had any bad experiences like that? Honestly, nothing to that extreme, but I do have, a, I guess, kind of a Tinder horror story to kind of coincide with it. Um, so I actually had broken up with my boyfriend, the classic story, you know, um, downloaded Tinder, was just trying to, you know, honestly got it as a joke, as we all do, right? And started talking to this guy, and he just was so charming, and got my Snapchat, and was like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful, and all this stuff, I want to take you on a date in the mountains, and have a picnic. What's with can... these men in the mountains, though? Come I know, on. right? Like, come on, pick pick a new scene. <laughs> Pick a new scene. Anyway, so, you know, we're, we're talking about it. We're, like, setting it up. We're, like, it's about to happen. And then literally the next day, just ghosts. Just falls off the face of the planet. Why? You know, I don't know. And it's one of those things where I think a lot of women would be like, whoa, like, is it something I did? Which I'm like, no, it's never your fault. It's always the men. Um... <laughs> And I think he probably just, like, as guys do, was talking to five million other women, and she just somehow did something that caught his attention. I'm like, good for her. I, yeah. I always take ghosting as a good sign. Me too. Being like, you know, that's someone looking out for you, that he is just a piece of garbage. Genuinely, it's always like, okay, you, you took your, you took the garbage out, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. Actually, I've never used Tinder app because I've been alone while dating a one person and finally got married for last year. And anyway, in Korea, it's a little awkward using dating app like Tinder or other dating app and not many users because Korea is sexually conservative, shy of sexual part and tends to hide them. Mm -hmm. So in Korea, which like do you know a lot of people on these dating apps or is it just not really talked about like nobody's like hey are you on tinder are you on hinge are you on bumble nobody still like say that wow so even though they don't say it are there still people that do it though yeah yeah so they're on there it's just not like talked about yeah talk about interesting wow. 
That is so different from Utah, though. Oh, my gosh. But Utah culture. See, that's the thing. Our dating culture is so odd here. It's awful. People, I guess this is just my high school experience, but at my high school, I remember people being juniors and downloading Tinder and lying about their age to make it so they were 18. And I, I'm not going to say a ch- the church has a big reason for that because a lot of people in Utah, you know, get married young, right. you know, but I honestly just thought it was normal. Like, I thought everybody in high school already had Tinder. And Mm kind of being in college and talking to my friends who are out of state, so many of them are like, oh, no, this is my first time ever on Tinder. It's just such a common thing here, which I don't know if it's going to stay like that in the future, though. Yeah, I don't know. It is so strange because I feel like even for me, like my high school, no one necessarily had it to use it, but everyone knew what it was and everyone had one. And, like, faked their age. Mm -hmm. But, like, everyone who did that, like, there were still a handful of people that would still go every once in a while that were just, like, bored. Because, I mean, I'm not sure where you grew up, but I grew up in Bountiful. And it's just so, such a small town. Literally everyone knows everyone. So it's, like, Tinder was this almost, like, escape for them to, like, meet new people when they couldn't really go as far. I mean... How far away is Lane from Bountiful? But, like, yeah. you know, it's it's far in the 17-year-old's eyes. No, for sure. Um, I gotta have some funny story. Uh, for my friend who was using Tinder, she met a handsome man just believing in the picture who posted a number of cool selfies of himself on his Tinder profile. However, he was so different from the picture that my friend didn't recognize him. The picture he posted was a handsome man, but he was actually ugly. (laughs) And she didn't feel well because he was ugly. So she felt cheated in this um, incident caused by too much photo correction, photoshopping due to the system of the application that is judged only by the appearance. This is so funny and a little sad. Honestly, takes like so much balls. To walk up to that date knowing you facetuned the frick out of your face like i just i don't know that's that's some balls right there yeah hey but she dodged a bullet there maybe you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you listeners liked Figuring It Out episode one, stay tuned for next week's episode because we're going to be talking about the struggles of being in your early 20s. I find that a lot of podcasts only talk about your late 20s, but we all feel kind of weird now in between being an adult and a adult child. Stay tuned.